Hello again, welcome to another episode of the Rainy Market Minute. Today is Monday, August 29th, and this is episode number 174. My name is Justin Hewn. I am your host. I'm the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro Newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium, finds the best risk-reward investment opportunities in the space, and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing that you see or hear in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right. Good to be back with you guys again. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Another huge breakout day for uranium today with the backdrop of a weak broad market. I'm going to go through the charts in just a moment. In the mailbag section, I'm going to talk about what I meant by recognition day last week and why I think that uh, this is a shifted moment for the uranium equities um, and what that means for us going forward. Before I jump into the daily scoreboard, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping. So starting October 1st, the daily version of this podcast is going to be reserved for Uranium Insider Pro members only. This is a way for me to say thank you, express gratitude for the support of our members. I will, however, continue to do a weekly podcast that I will put out for free on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. So I will continue this free podcast and my relationship with all of you going forward on October 1st. But the daily version of this podcast is going to be exclusively for Uranium Insider Pro members as our way of saying thank you and showing gratitude for that support. So I look forward to having you on board if you do appreciate this content and would like to continue to get daily updates. All right, let's jump into it. Daily scoreboard, the spot price is on the move. Spot price is up now, 49.25 a pound, up 75 cents from Friday. Sput on Friday did not purchase any new pounds or issue any new units in the market. Friday, if you remember, was a significant risk off a day across markets with the S&P down over 3%. Uranium equities down 3 to 5% on Friday. Definitely a risk off moment. A lot of people not seemingly wanting to remain long going into the weekend. And with the futures down last night, with the, with the S&P opening uh, pre-market as as being down um, significantly, really did not know what to expect going into today's market. And we had a huge breakout day, significant outperformance. But on that note, SPUT uh, did trade up nicely today. They traded up, uh, I believe, over 3 or 4%, which we'll view in the charts in just a moment. So I believe they are slightly back to a small premium to NAV after closing on Friday at a minus 3.64% discount to NAV. They have 32.2 million in their treasury. Year to date, SPUT has purchased 15.7 million pounds and raised 853.2 million in new capital. Will we see risk come back on into this vehicle? It seems like we're starting to see the early days of that. Be interesting to see how many pounds they will be able to accumulate by the end of the year. Turning to the sector equity ETFs, URA reported a whopping increase in 1.45 million new shares. URNM reported no change. Now, remember, there's a lag to this. This most likely was Wednesday. Wednesday of last week was that first big recognition day that we saw in a huge breakout in the sector. That issuance by URA was 22.4 million in mandated buying. That's why we saw such a flywheel type movement across the equities. And I think that's exactly what we experienced today as well. Um, since January 1st, the outstanding shares of URA have increased by 22.5 million. URNM has increased 3.5 million. These inflows have given rise to 730 million in mandated buying so far in 2022. So the ETFs have definitely been a major contributing factor um, to the rallies that we've had. And honestly, conversely, 
they have not been a huge factor in the pullbacks that we've seen across the sector. In fact, across the various pullbacks throughout this year, we've continued to see um, inflows into these ETFs. So that that is definitely something that is noteworthy. All right, why don't we go ahead and jump right into the charts? Check out the charts here. URA with a huge day, up over 7%, 7.39% on the day on breakout volume. In fact, even breached the volume from Wednesday with uranium equities across the space up very, very big today. Definitely, I believe that we, we're going to see a report probably on Wednesday or Thursday of significant share issuance from inflows into the ETFs today. URNM relative to the spot price of uranium, a very big breakout as well, even as we saw an increase in the spot price. Now, generally speaking, the equities outperform spot. And now when we are seeing spot actually rise, we could actually see this chart soften somewhat, but there is leverage to the equities as we all know. The mining stocks generally have significant leverage to the actual commodity itself. Cameco, another huge day, up over 9%, 9.3% on the day. Big breakout volume, RSI going higher. This chart is leading the pack across the sector. Absolutely gorgeous. URA relative to the S&P, massive breakout. You saw that consolidation period on Thursday after the big breakout of Wednesday of last week. We saw uh, the S&P uh, holding its own and uranium equities consolidating, slightly selling off a little bit of profit taking from the day before. Friday, S&P was down big. Uranium equities were down, but barely, uh, barely more than the S&P itself. Now today, the S&P printed a negative print down 0.67% on the day, and the uranium equities are going on a moonshot. Beautiful to see this chart recover after a couple of undercut lows from this rising trend line. Sprott Physical Uranium Trust. Oops, didn't mean to move that over. A uh, very big day for Sput as well, up over 4% on the day. So indeed, they are above uh, their NAV. They are trading at a premium to NAV, and we've seen that a couple of days, a few days over the past week, which is finally, finally starting to change that trend of months and months of persistent discounts to their net asset value. Beautiful looking chart, higher RSI, uh, made a higher low in this last pullback, held that uh, support area that we've seen it touch at least uh, you know, in that ballpark over many times over the past months. Very, very good to see us back at a premium to nav and to see some flows. Now we're not still seeing huge breakout flows and breakout volumes into the sector or into this particular vehicle, I should say. Now we've seen big volumes into the ETFs and into Cameco, but still not seeing massive volumes into SPUT. And with SPUT being a primarily institutionally owned vehicle, that's really going to tell us that the story of risk being back on into these things is definitely here. With that said, clearly, as retail investors, do we even really need that type of institutional volume? Look at what we've seen. Look at what we've seen in these equities. Since the lows of July, Cameco is up almost 50%. URA, since the lows of July, is up, let's see, uh, about 40%. Big moves, big moves across this sector. All right, so mailbag section. So I had a couple of questions actually come in to me about this recognition day term that I used last week, right? So what, what is a recognition day, at least in as far as we're concerned? And what, when I made that statement, what did I really mean? Okay. Recognition day is a day where there's a large single day percentage price movement. 
representing a change in the market's character. In this case, it was a change in the frustrating channeling the sector has gone through since the November 2021 sector price highs. Last Wednesday, we had our recognition day. Last Thursday, we saw consolidation um, as they as they kind of uh, digested the price gains from the previous day. On Friday, the sector sold off very hard. Today, we're getting a massive flow through with volume that basically uh, uh, follows through and confirms Wednesday's recognition day. Okay, so this is not what what that really means is that Wednesday was not just a one off. Okay, Wednesday was a uh, was important. And we had volume and we had a, a market reaction to positive news. Okay. So one of the frustrating elements to this trade, and I know this because I hear from you guys, whether that's in the YouTube comments, whether it's in emails, whether it's Twitter direct messages or comments, um, is that the news flow keeps coming. The news flow keeps coming. Everything is positive. Uh, why all of these positive fundamentals and my stocks just don't move. And this is just how it is. Uh, to quote my friend, Mart, who's uh, at Yellow Bowl on Twitter, he also has a fantastic service, by the way, which I recommend you check out. I think it's a great um, accompaniment to our service. And uh, and basically, Mart said uh, famously, it's uh, it's slowly, 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 then all at once. And this is just how this sector moves. And it has to do with how small the sector is. The fundamentals stack up. The weak hands get washed out. The tourists get washed out. Anybody who's trying to trade this in the short-term timeframes typically get very, very frustrated and bail. And then the contrarians accumulate. Contrarians buy those shares from the frustrated retailers jumping ship. And then the sector moves 10% in a day. Then it moves 40% in a month. I mean, we're, we're in the positive year today, okay? Think about the frustrating elements that we've all faced this year in terms of these markets. It's been a difficult year in the markets. It has. Uh, but after a massive year in 2021, we had our portfolio was up 128% for 2021. And this year it's been choppy, right? And it's been rough. I mean, honestly, that 2021 performance included a pullback from November to January 1, which was substantial. Then we've had um, a lot of ups and downs this year. A lot of scary moments with the earthquake in Japan, with the Zaporizhia scares. In fact, the negative news flow continues to flow from, uh, you know, fighting, ongoing fighting and skirmishes at the Zaporizhia plant that Russia is trying to take over. In fact, is in control of now and Ukraine is trying to get it back from them. Essentially, the market is shrugging it off. It's very, very strong. It's very strong for uranium equities. And this is just how it goes. So now we're in the green. We're in the green for 2022. And uh, which is, you know, it's something to be devoutly wished after having such a great year last year and such frustrations this year. Now, I do believe that going forward, we are actually going to see a strong end to the year. Now, I've said this multiple times, and I get feedback from this from a number of people that have been in my inbox, in my inbox that have commented on YouTube, and and they highlight, um, you know, very important and very recognizable signs that the economies are weakening, weakening that we are going into a recession that. Um, they're going to be they're going to let the Fed tell them when to buy. And you know what? hundred percent. That's that's totally fine. And I get it. And that's what makes a market. And that's you know, that's perfectly fine. And I totally get that. And I understand where where you're coming from. And I do actually believe we could be, um, you know, could see we could see another considerable flush down in the markets. And it might not even be short term. You know, it could it could continue, continue to chop. Um, we could have a full on resumption of a bear market in the S&P. That is entirely possible. What we're betting on is a sector that is unique 
It is not correlated to anything. It is not correlated to oil and gas. It is not correlated to copper. It is not correlated. It's correlated literally to its own supply and demand fundamentals. And so, as I've said before, what's coming for uranium is coming for uranium. Doesn't matter what J-PAL says. Doesn't matter what how how they're hiking rates. In fact, honestly, the tightening situation economically in terms of rate hikes and the cost of capital is only going to slow down the supply side and make the supply side more difficult. So perversely, these sort of measures are actually kind of bullish for the commodity itself. Um, it's it's really it's really a fantastic setup, and I'm very pleased to see a follow through today. Um, today really was the tell. Wednesday was the recognition day. Today really was the tell. You saw volume continue to come into this on a weak S&P after a hugely weak S&P on Friday. Very, very bullish. Very happy to see that. Um, that's not to say that we're not going to see more pullbacks along the way during this market. I don't even think I need to say that at this point, right? It's just going to happen. But we are in early stages. Yes, did this bull market uh, start almost two years ago? Yes, it did. December 2020, in my opinion, even though that wasn't the bottom for the commodity, that really was the the breakout for this sector. Um, <clears throat> so considering that and considering the pullback that we just saw and have highlighted many times, the chart of the uranium equities, URNM, relative to the commodity itself, we went back to December 2020 uh, uh, valuations for the equities. And we kind of got a reset on this. So while if you had asked me in October, November of last year, what inning we were in, I would I probably did say we were in inning three-ish, you know, somewhere between inning two and four. We got a reset on this market due to the risk-off environment across markets influencing the uranium equities. That's what we've seen this year. And that reset just ended about a month ago. And we are now back into the early innings. And honestly, I think this market could run until we see expanded enrichment capacity in the West. And that is years away. All of the signs in the fuel cycle are pointing higher and uranium is about to do its thing. And I'm very excited to have a seat at the table. Thank you again for watching. I do appreciate all of you. And thank you so much for the support. Thank you for all the great comments, the likes, the shares, the subscribes. Um, I appreciate anybody who's left a, a, an, an honest review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Um, those platforms are new for us, so it definitely helps. Really do appreciate you. And I really do hope to see you as a new member going into October so we can continue this daily communication. And if not, that's totally fine. You will continue to have a free version of this podcast once per week. Either way, exciting times going forward for Uranium. Take care. I will see you again tomorrow. Cheers.